<laughs> yeah, that's it, Russ. Go on, work the shit out of that. Come on, Dan. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you being sad in? Dan, you look like fucking cousin it. <laughs> Hang on. I've got a couple of keepers there. You need to, like, with the back, it's focused on your microphones. When you blow your back, background, your face goes as well. That's not such a bad thing. Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. You join us remotely. I mean, obviously, when you downloaded this podcast, you knew that we weren't going to be in the same room as you, but we're not even in the same room as each other because of this damned COVID-19 outbreak that has meant that we cannot be together in the fuck bunker. So in actual fact, we are all doing what Duncan does and we're phoning it in this week. (laughs) On the left hand side, we've got Russ. Hello, Russ. Hello. On the top right, I've got Dan. Hello. On the bottom right, I've got Duncan. Bonsoir. Yeah, I smell my and farts. And it's me, it's Tom. <laughs> and I'm delighted to say that we haven't done this format in quite a while. And actually, this is just a very simple getting to know you, getting to know all about you. What have you been doing? What have you been touching? What have you been holding? What have you been licking, sucking, screwing, fucking, whatever? That's what's happening today. So. I'm just going to throw it out there. I mean, obviously, Dan will probably want to do some admin or something like that just before we kick this off. <laughs> no, no. I'm, okay, I will say one thing. This is a obviously it's a, what we'd possibly recommend as well, like with the with the binge watching and the the gaming and the whatnots as well. If you're in lockdown, <laughs> like some ideas of what we've been up to at least that maybe you'd want to do yourself. I take it now that you've been watching Picard, we can talk about Picard. Yeah, I've got two episodes. No. Left. Now that now that you've caught up with the cool kids, how, how do you want to do this, though, Tom? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's I mean, it's completely up to you guys. I mean, I, you know, the going round in turn is always a bit kind of stilted, but hopefully it it will just flow for. Okay, I mean, I can I can. I was editing a pod earlier, and the amount of times we're doing stuff on camera that you can't see on the podcast, it is, it's got to the point where I'm thinking that we should try at least to Twitch stream this. <laughs> just just so people will have some kind of frame of reference when at least two people watch okay. it, at least. Okay, so I do spend a lot... I was going to try and do uh, my shifts listening to uh, Critical Role, and mm. I did do that for a bit. But then I found that I could just stream Spotify. So I've been listening to a lot of last podcasts on the left. So I might occasionally be channeling my inner Henry Zabrowski. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. So do we want to go around individually and say what we've been up to? or? I think why not? We just boot it off. So, I mean, look, I'm going to go. Let's do this. Random light. Shine your light on the person who I will pick right now. <laughs> He's going to put his finger in us. It went on to Russ. So the main thing that has been noodling my noggin recently is we finally got around to catching up with everybody else and watching Tiger King. Yes. Which is fucking crazy. It's, it's what, like you sort of think, oh, it's one of those annoying, pretentious, oh, look how crazy we are things. And 30 seconds in, you're like, I am more invested in this than I've ever been in anything else in my life. <laughs> they are all cult leaders, right? 
like all of them are in one way have have aspects of cult leaders. Not least the guy with yeah, the fucking apart from the guy who is yeah. literally a cult leader. <laughs> yes, who 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 brings in his wives, who are all what seventeen? Um, Aren't they? He says uh, his girlfriends. His girlfriends, sorry. Um, and yeah, but like yeah, the the vulnerable teenagers that he brings in and yeah. basically cuts off in from the traps. outside. Yeah. But it's not a cult. Doesn't pay them anything, but they have to work incredibly hard. And if they want to stay in the house. Mm. Yeah. If they want to stay playing with fucking tigers, they'll get in line. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that's been been very enjoyable. So we finished the last one of that, um, I think, last night, the night before. What is time these days? Nobody knows what day it is. (laughs) It's Um, an illusion. That's what it is. It's an illusion. It's basically spending all your day in one room. You you guys have all seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen the trailers. Oh, I mean, if it's it's it is very good. It's worth watching. I know how to spell the word tiger. Oh, I mean, mm. congratulations! Yeah, that's, that's, that's that's it's from the people that made that fire festival documentary. Yeah, which I've oh, never seen. Good. because I'm fairly convinced that every single person in that will make me angry. Okay, <laughs> so the, the people running the festival, the people that wanted to go to the festival, anyone involved with it, I think. I would despise. Oh, it's the fire festival one. It. Yeah, yeah. Even even the people who turned up and were completely screwed of all their money and everything oh, yeah, will yeah. annoy you as well. Yeah, they were for them, ends as well. Yeah, sort of people that turned up for that sort of festival, I despise already. So I've never watched that one, but yeah, Tiking is utterly fascinating. Sort of examination of just various different aspects of terrible, mm. crazy people. Who all have sort of there's bits of it with all of them. We sort of apart from the douchebag con man guy, there's bits of it with all of them. We think oh, I can sort of see where they're coming from, and then like thirty seconds later, they just add another layer of crazy to the whole thing. The, the um. Like, so oh, no, did yeah, Carol kill? Too. Did Carol kill her husband? She fucking I mean, did. very clearly yeah. from the, from the <laughs> insinuation she in talks the, about the how probe. she did it. OJ Simpson and, thinks she did it. <laughs> well, it's the bit when she goes, if you wanted a tiger to eat someone, you'd put sardine oil on yes. their shoes. Yeah. He okay. was later found to have sardine oil on his shoes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no one um, knows because no one found him. There's rumours, yeah. and it does come from the douchebag guy wearing the Oakley cap, yeah. but there might be another episode dropping some point in the yeah. next week or two, a sort of a, a follow-up thing. So the, the, the thing I found crazy about it, in any other documentary, the douchebag wearing the Oakley cap, right? In any other documentary, he would be a focal point of my, oh my God, what a twat. But he kind of blends into the background compared to most of the other people in it. There's like like two, three people I feel sorry for, and they all work for Joe Exotic. There's the the, the person that runs it with the long hair. There's the person. The key, yeah, he yeah. is the only person in it who seems to actually give a shit about the animals. Yeah, the guy with no legs as well. I thought, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I've got to watch about. this. This is amazing. Tom, you've so got amazing. to watch this. This is, this is nothing. Honestly, yeah. watch it. Every episode, they crank the crazy up another notch. It just <laughs> builds and builds and builds. Where by the end, you're like, yeah, of course. Of course that just happened. Tom, if you very you, crazy. Don't watch a trailer. Just watch one of Joe Exotic's music videos. Okay, and that will sway you <laughs> yeah. to watch this fucking. Show. I am so all right. So I listened to the 
uh, last podcast, uh, side stories where they talk about it. So which this one? is why I know all they talk mm. about on side stories. They, they well, I know, about but the for, latest for one where they actually talk about yeah. the Tiger King because they all they've been doing is talking about Joe Exotic, and now they're sort of going, "Oh my God, we didn't actually realize how batshit Carol was yeah. as well, and how blatantly she manipulated the whole thing." And the, I just well anyway. Yeah. So we tried to watch it the other night, but our internet didn't work. Yeah. So we haven't done it yet. There is, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't even know where to start. Maybe when Tom's watched it, we'll do a spoiler cast on Tiger King, because that's yeah. the thing that everyone is watching at the moment. But Tom, yeah, you got to watch this, mate. You, you'll. It, it yeah. looks mental. It, it is, does look mental. It, it really it's, it's is. It's an amazing just sort of character study of these. Deeply, like in, in a lot of cases, deeply, like, deeply broken, people. deeply damaged, mm. but also from Florida. deeply crazy, probably genuinely mentally ill in a few cases. Yeah. And yeah, from Florida, for, we get for it the most part, from Florida. Quite evil people. <laughs> wow, it's, it's very strange but utterly yeah. fascinating. There's yeah. a lot to unpack in that review. There yeah. is, <laughs> but yeah, There's like, a lot most, to most things like this, it, you you see like. At the end, you're sort of like, right, I'm siding with that person. I think they were right, or I think this person was right. And there's sort of two primary antagonists in this. There's yeah. this Joe Exotic guy and this woman that he's got this massive beef with. And you'd think by the end of it, you'd be like, I'm going to decide that one of these people is white and one of them is wrong. No. By the end <laughs> of it, you just think, I never, ever want to encounter either of these people. And so throughout the whole thing, awesome, m- in. more people get involved and you think, well, this is going to be the voice of reason, isn't it? This person's going to be the voice of reason. <laughs> no, they're equally crazy or equally corrupt in one way or another. It is mm. it is fascinating. And but- the, the, the problem is they interview all the people that have kind of gone along with it on the way as well. And you wow. end up feeling sorry for some of them. Some of them less. You feel feel less sorry for. Yeah. Them. It's nuts. And it also, I mean, it just looks amazing, and it's mm. it's really stylishly done. Mm. Like the opening shot is this interview with a guy who's like, he looks about 150. He's got a black cowboy hat on and a fag yeah. hanging out his mouth, and he's got this <laughs> ridiculous deep gravelly voice. Yeah. You think, yeah, I'm into this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, it sounds fabulous. I'm in. Yeah, you got to watch it, man. You'll you'll mm-hmm. you'll love it. It's... I'm very excited to watch it because obviously they've been covering it for so long on the last podcast. Yeah, that it's just like, oh my god, it's the whole thing put together. So they they covered it on what they call side stories, which is their kind of throwaway. It'll take fifteen twenty minutes to explain something. Episodes, okay. Except I don't think they counted for the fact that it was getting crazier every week. So every week they were talking about Joe Exotic on their side stories because it would get crazier. Because that's the thing about this, it's all yeah. very much still going on. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. This isn't one of those things where this all happened 10 years ago and it's all wrapped up. They're all going to carry on being crazy for the foreseeable. So God knows what's going to happen next. If, if, do, do, here's, here's a question if, if we weren't all stuck indoors, do you think people would be talking about it quite as much? No. Or do you think I this mean, is one I of those it things that like that sort? Of, I mean, it's yeah. very neatly dropped into the uh, yeah. I've got some time to kill aspect. Yeah, and, and I think it's particularly benefited from people going. Well, I've got several hours to spend kept taking screenshots and making memes to send out on Twitter. The memes are all gold, mm-hmm. though. I love all of yeah. them. So yes, people listening to this, um, McGlugly on everything. 
just send me your your Tiger King memes, please. I'll I'll take them all. I, I want them all. I got to say, there's a lot of stuff that yeah. I've done, at, not that I've done, but that I've watched or played that I I would not necessarily done had I not been on lockdown yeah. right now. Because whoever has the time to stop and stop and ponder hentai, right? <laughs> so much hentai. I I have literally had to have coconut water mainlined into my veins. So you're sitting there at the keyboard going, mm, No, this is all getting a little tedious now. Let's yeah. let's push deeper down the list, shall we? These, these yeah. porn stars look let's great. Go on to, Deviant art. So <laughs> These porn stars look great, out. but what I, what I'd really like is um, them to have much bigger eyes, be animated, and to be fucked by a tentacle. So yeah, <laughs> I mean that's a, that's a very niche hentai. I'm still at the very broad kind of general hentai. Oh, you'll get rather that. than <laughs> general I'm just hentai. Gonna go straight, I'm just going to go straight tentacle to tentacle. General hentai. <laughs> general hentai. Yeah, I'm come aboard, general hentai. <laughs> Yes, come on in. Come on in. No, no, no not come now. Not now. No, There's a tentacle uh, in the corner. Don't worry me, about it. Give me ten minutes. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Why is everyone wearing uh, checkered short skirts and really knee-high socks <laughs> and skipping everywhere? Yeah, I'm really uh, enjoying it because there's, there's, if we're really lucky, there'll be that one probably about 23 year old guy listening to this who thinks he's massively into Japanese culture who's sitting there fuming going God, guys that is not what hentai is actually that's actually quite an interesting art form if you bother to look past the crass stereotypes yeah, I think I've met him yeah. I think he doesn't I've listen to him. this didn't we, didn't we meet that guy at the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we did didn't we yeah, yeah, yeah we know it. this guy <laughs> Explore some fairly interesting things if you look past your Western idea of what this sort of culture means. I mean, it's not like you can actually fuck my body pillow, is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, that's, yeah, we met him. <laughs> yeah, we definitely met that guy. Also, just watch the episode of 30 Rock where James Franco gets into a relationship with Liz Lemon to hide the fact that he actually wants to marry his Japanese body pillow. Oh, yes. <laughs> There's an excellent, like, fan-made Matt Mercer body pillow that I kind of want, <laughs> just you know, <laughs> just to have. There's also a uh, a Molly Mock one that I definitely want, but yeah, that's different. That's that I want to do. That too. that would just become jizz covered. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what just else? Spattered with. <laughs> what else you been up to, Russ? <laughs> Cricket. Don't eat that cantaloupe. It's full of loads. <laughs> loads. <laughs> Oh, Mac been shooting his loads into it. <laughs> Why is there a hole in there? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, so, do, do you want another one from me, or do you want to go round? Let's go. Well, I suppose we can go round, couldn't we? Let's, Let's do that. go round, Duncan. What? <laughs> I mean, dude. Uh, what have been up to? Right, we've been. Um... Just one what, thing, though, mind. One thing. Yeah, one thing. We're going round, yeah. We're doing like one yeah. thing. Yeah. So the one I thought you were thing, about to start on a rambling monologue there, but no. Just, yeah. You just well, it's now a rambling monologue because we're having a conversation about That's what not a monologue then, is it? All right, that would be a dialogue, not a monologue. Yeah. Duncan, just, dialogue. Just, just keep <laughs> it, keep it top line, mate. Top line. Come on, um, we've only got, we've only got. Come on, snappy. That's what the listeners want. 
Picard. Just there. keep it top line. <laughs> Picard. Nice. Picard. How is Picard? I've not started watching it yet. It ticks a lot of my boxes, but I'm a busy man. So should I watch Picard? Yes. Like, Emma's even enjoying it. So I'm taking that as... She didn't get into The Expanse, so I'm having to watch that in my own time. Uh, whereas Despite Emma will... you shouting belter loader at everybody at every point. <laughs> well, I've kind of cut that down on that. Funnily enough, that doesn't because work. Because of all the confused steps. stairs. Yeah, belter loader. Well, it, it really confused everyone in Waitrose. Um... Picard, yeah, I've been. We've been watching that, and we've sort of left it a bit, and then caught up a couple of episodes. And uh, yes, Russ, I think you would tick your boxes. It is it is good fun? It's excellent. Mm-hmm. Right, I've got a couple of episodes left, but it is. I wouldn't so... say it's excellent, but it is good fun. No, I think it, I genuinely think if mm. if you're a Star Trek fan, I think it's I think it's it's it ticks all the boxes for what you. Is it yeah. better or worse than STD? Uh, as good. Okay. I really it's like less that. irritating. I like. <laughs> I, I, so so what I like about it is it's set in, it's set after Space. anything we've seen in in Star Trek before, and everything yeah. is starting to go a bit tits up. The Federation people have got a bit bored of the Federation because of one big event that's happened that's just kind of ruined everything. So it's set in a, in a slightly more gritty Star Trek universe, which I really like. I think it works really well for that. It's got a hint of the Mandalorian about certain things. There's something that happens that is almost straight out of an episode of the Mandalorian. So, mm-hmm. so it's it's I I really like it. Um, well, Yoda pops up. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, baby Yoda's in it. Yeah. Protect the child at all yeah. costs. Yeah. So, yes, I uh, I don't know. They're just bits of it is uh, I, so I came watching it straight after watching The Expanse which is fabulously written mm. and really well done and then you come to Picard and visually it's really nice and it's well directed and the acting is very good but you know sometimes the script is just it's, it's oh, some of it is so cringy and it's a, a at times it's a bit rushed but you don't know how long the whole series... I don't know how long the series is going to be. So, I don't know. I, I do... I am enjoying it. I just... It's it's sort of... It's trying to be fun, but at the same time, it's doing the whole new, more gritty uh, sci-fi. Um, and maybe it's just because I wasn't as invested... And I suspect it's because I, I enjoyed the original... Uh, you know, I enjoyed Star Trek, but I wouldn't say it was a Trekkie or anything. And maybe I'm just not as as um, invested in the the franchise, think, and that might just be why. But I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just, I think that's key, Duncan. Like I, th- hmm? I think that I think that's key. I think it's most of what makes it enjoyable for me is the nostalgia factor of it. Is that I'm I'm seeing characters that I loved in Star Trek: The Next Generation, even if they're characters that were only in like one episode i'm 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 fully invested in that like characters that i genuinely genuinely really like and i think i think that probably means that I, i'll happily gloss over maybe some of the, the more janky parts of the script uh some of the more some of the episodes don't make quite so much sense um there's one character that that just completely just changes about face about three times in the, in the series that I thought was a bit odd. I really like the character though, so I can look past it if that makes any sense. But 
at this at the same time it does feel like yeah a lot a lot a lot happens in very few episodes to this one character and he makes some decisions that don't really seem like the decisions that would be made by him if that makes any sense but but i say i can kind of look past it so yeah it's i think you'll really like it russ i think i think i, I think i would yeah. i would i would recommend it i think Shah will would enjoy it as well mm-hmm. okay all right we'll try and give that a go cool also you know it's patrick stewart yeah it doesn't really put foot wrong yeah. he's seen everything wrong. he's seen yeah yeah before she's got a chance to yeah. you know yeah he's seen everything yeah yeah. <laughs> and then he and then he rides off. Oh, a quick car. spoiler! Yeah. If if you like the Warbirds, if you like a Robin no, no, Warbird, no, 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 no. they look super. Yeah, that's, that is that's a spoiler a, though. That's not a spoiler. They just look. The ships look so smart. So I, I have heard that it looks really really hmm. nice. I, however, because of the expanse. There is this. I can't help but going. You right, can't compare. It. They're would, two totally different things. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm going. Who would win here? <laughs> what would Amos do in this? So, you, so when I say you can't compare, what you are actually doing is literally comparing them. So <laughs> no, I'm just. Uh, I'm not comparing. I'm just going putting characters and merging the universes. <laughs> Which is not comparing them in the same going, hmm, who would win here? Who wouldn't be? Anyway. They're, they're very So different. I've been watching Picard. It was, it has been fun. Hmm. Excellent. Good kids. Uh, Dan. Uh, do you want a game or do you want a, do you want a TV series? Well, we've just had two TV series. So why don't we go for a game? Doom Eternal. Oh, I've been playing Doom Eternal. And you know what? It's kicking my ass. <laughs> I've been told it's very hard. It is. Have you been uh, trying to walk through it, Dan? <laughs> no, because no, I've only just relearned how to play a shooter after playing the first Doom, which is it's about halfway through the first Doom. It kind of clicks. It going, you can't stop. Just don't stop. Just keep moving. Keep moving. Everything will be okay. And so then eventually that fades, and then the next Doom comes out. And you're lining up a shot. And before you know it, you're dead because you're lining up a shot. You can't do that. You need to keep, just keep moving. Um, so that's fine. You get used to that eventually. And then it has, and this is a flaw in the game in my opinion. Mm. Uh, and I've seen this mentioned a few times. Some first person fl- platforming is really <coughs> difficult to get right. Uh, I think mm. Mirror's Edge might be the one exception to all of that, that that just absolutely nailed it. This is really bad, like the way that's put together. The way so you get to a point, and after you've just defeated this just like endless stream of demons, and you think, oh, that's great. Then you've got a point, and you see loads of bars that you have to swing from one to the other, then hit dash at the right time. But if you hit it in slightly the wrong direction because it's first person, you can't actually see around where you're going, uh, you'll end up in the wrong place. There has been more than there's been three or four occasions where I've just been absolutely frustrated, had to stop playing it to calm down a bit to, to go before I go back and play it again. The, the, the game itself is quite hard, but this isn't just that it's hard. It's it's badly put together. Mm. See, I've also heard that there's there's a bit of a 
a balancing issue with mm. one of the main enemies, um, the, the Marauder or something like that, the sort of the the mini boss. Oh yeah, kind of guy with the shield and stuff like that. That basically you can't you can't get him with normal weapons, mm. but he's always with other loads of demons as well. So yeah. they're always just racing in at you, and then he's like a little tank in the background. He's really annoying. And yeah, you have to completely kind of relearn everything you've learned up to that point to take him out and then suddenly two of them at once appear with other other demons and you're just like what the f- <laughs> fucking hell but, yeah so, it slows so, down i saw noah caldwell Gervais, hmm. who's one of my favorite uh, youtube game critics he's so hmm. so good he's just done a retrospective on the doom franchise comparing yeah. all of them to doom eternal now watch that it's he, awesome hmm. yeah he's good isn't he did have you sort of been bitten by the bug with him yeah, I'm, I'm like halfway through his massive, long Mass Effect one. Yeah, he's um, so good. Really isn't making he? me want. I, re- I now really, really want to go back and play two and three again. Yeah, and then pretend that that's where it finished. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's 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 great actually. I mean, to be honest, uh, he might be one of my picks for this. But um, yeah, um, he he said the same thing about Doom Eternal. He said it was. Um, you know, a great pulse-pounding game, but mm. is let down by some of those those issues that you you picked out. It's just, it's just platforming is really difficult to get right in first person. Yeah. So it's all well and good that you're given all these tools to do these things, and and, and there, there, there's clever ways of doing some of these things, but but sometimes it's just frustrating for the sake of being frustrating. Um, it you don't really get a sense of achievement when you've managed it. You, you understand that you've managed it and then round the corner there'll be something else that will probably be frustrating. It's not like playing like Dark Souls or even like uh, Jedi Fallen Order or anything where you defeat someone and you go, right, well, that was an achievement. This is this is really kind of cheap deaths a lot of the way. Um, mm. In between, some great set pieces, a really good story, some of the most stunning backgrounds like what's going on when you when you enter a level is just amazing giant demons carrying cities on their back like in the background and giant robots that have been like fell by the demons and like it just looks stunning so the bits in between the frustrating bits are incredible it looks amazing it feels amazing moving around that speed feels incredible and then you just get to these bits that just kind of completely slow everything down and just like oh so I've got to get through mm-hmm. this bit again. Which which has never been particularly doom like, has it? No, not um, really, no. You know, uh, and I again this is one of those um one of those things that Noah uh, points out mm. which is that it's one of the first ones that actually has a uh, very um not not feelable but a very tactile mm. sense of decline at points but not like gentle decline just very much like right roadblock yeah i'm literally stuck it's almost like i'm trying to do a quick time event yeah 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 Mm. it really takes you out of it um and especially if you get stuck on a bit as well that'll take a bit of time and it's like well so there's one bit that i did that, that took ages and then i got to the other side and then a load of demons came and killed me and luckily there was a checkpoint but it's like I know the idea is that you don't stop in this game. Like, it's just non-stop. But, like, the fact that this bit was so frustrating. Oh, it is a great game. I am really, really enjoying it. And I will stick with it. But at the same time, damn. It just, there's, it's just such a broken system. that They need to really review what they do for this in the future. 
So yeah, Doom, it's great, but there's some shit bits in it. And it insists, insists on throwing it in as much as possible because it's kind of gone. So you know, like in other Doom games, you haven't been able to jump or dash or anything like that. Well, now you can do all of those things. So we're going to do it mm. 50% of the time in this game. Yeah. yeah I mean, now I've seen some YouTube videos of it. I mean, like, people are literally just, that's the only way they move around. Yeah. Yeah. It is handy, but yeah. It's, 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 it's the, the dash, for example, would be best if it was like, right, so you can only get to this bit by dashing but if, if you could just use the dash just in combat so you can just get yourself out of situations where you're backed into a corner that would be better i think mm-hmm. but there we go Dude, tom what have you been up to you've been up to uh, as i said to you guys beforehand um i have set up my old gaming rig from around 2014 mm. and there are tons and tons and tons of games on there that i haven't played in quite a long time some quite classic uh, games, but the one that I've been playing the most of in my quieter moments is Command and Conquer Three, um, nice. which was the um, sort of you know after they did uh, original Command and Conquer, they did the Covert Ops expansion, then Red Alert, and then Red Alert's expansion, and then they did I can't remember they did they got up all the way up to about Red Alert Two, I think it was, and then they went really quiet for about five or six years. And then 2007 out popped Command and Conquer 3, which has some of the best <clears throat> Command and Conquer games, the cheesiest Command and Conquer full motion videos <laughs> with all of these actors from the time. So there's like there's like Trisha Helfer is in it. She's she's a nod general, General Killian. Um, you've got Joseph Kukin as um, uh, I think his name's Kukin, isn't it? As Kane. You've got um, Michael Ironside as the GDI general, which is just genius. You've got fucking um, um, the guy, what's it? The guy, uh, Billy D. Williams is the director of GDI. So fucking Lando Calrissian, who who literally looks like he's forgetting his lines while he's saying (laughs) them. He literally, when he first walks in, he kind of goes, it's good to see you another take billy no we got it <laughs> nailed it <laughs> i'm gonna go and land on myself um he, you know he was just i mean it's like everything perfect about command and conquer and i say that it's it's the great gritty gameplay um with all of the great units the mammoth tank you know, reimagined for Command and Conquer 3. You've got the mammoth tanks, you've got, you know, the mobile construction vehicles, you've got new vehicles like the Rig and the Marv and some really cool, cool stuff. Like, do you guys remember Tiberian Sun? The the, yeah. so, mm-hmm. the second of the, the Tiberian trilogy or the Tiberian saga or whatever they call it, um, had like all the walkers and things like that like the mammoth mark ii was a was a walker like the attach from star wars and it had the wolverines and and stuff like that well they brought back a few of those you've got one called the juggernaut which is just amazing like it's literally this big like bipedal walker that lumbers across the battlefield with like three great big siege cannons on it and it just stops embeds itself in the ground and becomes this like artillery piece that just fucks bases up it's so so cool and it's just like kind of weird and wacky and zany um and i just i've just had really good fun with it it's been really nice to kind of 
play it again, play some of the campaign, and then just lose yourself for, for half an hour in a skirmish mission. Um, mm. You know, one of those ones you just sat yourself on some random map. Um, I just love it. But it's, um, I think it's very, it's very dated. Like these days, when people think about real-time strategy games, I think they think of things like Company of Heroes, stuff that's a bit more tactical, less about base building, more about, you know, kind of pushing onto your objectives. Whereas I love the kind of turtle-esque pace of a command and conquer match where you've got to build up your base protect your infrastructure get your ore miners going start building up your forces start probing you know the enemy's base and seeing seeing kind of what their defenses are like and deciding how to sort of tactically approach it and yeah it's just so nice to revisit it i've had great time great time with it so command and conquer three uh yeah really good game starcraft 2 kind of changed everything didn't it that that was that that was the one that kind of changed it (laughs) Uh, what kind of fucked up RTS is forever? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's still popular today, but yeah, yeah, apparently, yeah. It, Pretty it much. Them. I mean, you look at it like the last time, the last time that there was a Command and Conquer game that came out, it was Command and Conquer Four, which mm. was the last one we've had in years, and they kind of abandoned all the base building and made it a lot more tactical, yeah. like Company of Heroes. They lost that kind of element. I think. Even at the time when Command and Conquer 3 came out in 2007, I think it was, um, it, it was uh, a lot of people saying, oh, it's a really nice return to the old way of RTS. You know, because you think about things like Dawn of War, um, you know, how they changed it with like, you know, a limit on the amount of units you could, you could build. You had like a certain force pool that you could sort of stack mm. up. Whereas in Command and Conquer, it's like, your imagination is the limit you can literally build a hundred mammoth tanks if you want to and just fucking steamroll them into a base if you want to um whereas in you know these more tactical shoots you are limited by the game kind of going nah you know you've got 60 force point you've got 60 points in your force pool one squad takes five of those points and it just kind of racks them up like that and then Mm. it's like nah there you go that's your soldiers that's it that's all you can have unless one of them dies in which case you know but yeah it's been great really loved it which one's which one's got uh, Tim Curry in? Uh, that's Red Alert Three, yeah. which I've got uh, is one is next on the list. <laughs> spice. That came, that, yeah, spice. Spice. Because that, that, that came um, that came out uh, a couple of a couple of years after Command and Conquer mm. Three, didn't it? Yeah. Because it it came out with all of the <laughs> all of the random stuff going on in. Yeah, in that, and then Red Alert Two was the one which had like Gemma Atkinson wandering yes. around as some like British, you know, sort of like, well, Don Commander, I'm wearing a tiny miniskirt, I'm just going to walk over there so you can have a look. Anyway, we've got to get down to this base, and it's just like, <laughs> it's just, it's it's even more mental than Command and Conquer has ever been. <laughs> it's just insane, and like ridiculous Russian accents, like like Tim Curry and the guy that plays. General Vasivoskov or something like that, just ridiculous. And every time he's on camera, he's just like, "You are on my side, but I hate you." <laughs> the, <laughs> it's just it's crazy. T- it's Tim Curry and that is is like there's there's so many videos of Tim Curry and that he is just chewing the scenery. He's loving it. He is. It, Premier prime, or something yeah, like that. Prime Tim it. Curry in it. It's it's excellent. Yeah. yeah. Big fan. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's nice to revisit that sort of slice of gaming history. Did did you yes. ever put put Red Alert in a CD player and play it? 
because no, the music that comes this. out of it, the CD of the of Red Alert, was actually really good tracks. You could get some really good tunes <laughs> out of it. It was uh, fantastic. Same with uh, same with the original Grand Theft Auto, uh, the CD yeah. ROM of that. You mm. could listen to all the music on that one as well, mm-hmm. as long as you skip past the first track, because of course that was all the game data, which would just go. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. Mm. Happy days. Who's mm. next? Russ. Excellent hosting there, Dan. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Well, yeah, so yeah, who's the, it's Russ next, so, right, Tom? So a minute's silence, yeah. and then no context or anything, just going to say your name. Yeah. I said who's next. It's Russ, right? It's like a proper little, proper little link. Um, I can go next, but um, I've just noticed, not that I wasn't paying huge attention, um, have you seen the pictures of the PS5 controller? Yes. Yes, definitely. What do you think of it? Looks shit. No. <laughs> no, yeah, I Hang on, I'll, I'll find it. But yeah, anyone who Russ has found it, there you go. PS5 DualSense c- controller. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's white. It's, it's very white. white. It's the sort of white that would go grubby very quickly. So the, the one thing I'll say is it looks like one of those cheap Logitech controllers that you get. <laughs> like <laughs> yes. versions of it. You know, I think it looks it looks like what people thought futuristic looking robots would look like about ten years ago. Yeah, it's got that kind of iRobot look to it, hasn't it? Mm. But at the same time, this similarly, it doesn't look that different from the DualShock Four. Well, I think people have realised that a controller looks like a controller. Really, mm. and there's actually only so many ways you can put the buttons on it, and then still have it fit in a hand. I, I think it looks closer to the Switch controller than I than I expected. Switch Pro controller, but yeah. I don't. How does the? Do you use the touchpad for anything, or is that just a gimmick? You can do. No, yeah, you can do. There's there's a few games that use it. Um, I mean, Detroit Become Human makes you use it if you want to, you know, sort of scroll through pages on like the magazines in game and stuff like that. Um, uh, Last of Us uses it quite well, doesn't it? Last of Us uses the controller and the trackpad really nicely to navigate your uh, inventory. Uh, among other things, which makes for quite a tense sort of addition. Um, I mean, the, uh, to be fair, the PS5 does actually try to make the controller more than just something you, you know, you move joysticks or D-pads on. It actually tries to make it a part of of the game. You know, even the last yeah, of the, us, the speaker when in it the, is is quite a good idea, and this has got a microphone a in it as well. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, you can see you can see the obvious similarities to the uh xbox one controller mm. you can see it i mean it's right there it's, it looks almost exactly like it a slightly sort of streamlined version obviously with one of the joysticks in in a different place yeah. but the wrong place yes yeah. the wrong very, place yeah. No, yeah it's very noticeably becoming more um Chunky. standard if yeah. you know what i mean it's becoming less less quirky sony and more yeah just what everyone does it's like dan says it's basically a ps compatible controller that's yeah. just been like gone ah yeah that one that'll do <laughs> they do seem to adopt like if you put that the switch pro controller and the xbox controller next to each other actually the stadia controller as well they they look basically the same it's yeah. weird that you said that because yeah. i have these to hand right so from the camera see if you can tell which one's which so which one's that i can't it's actually see dark. either of them because mm-hmm. you're sort of in portrait mode so that's the xbox box nope that's the switch oh, controller dark, that's the it? switch controller 
I haven't seen a Switch controller, I couldn't tell you that. It's dark. It was just... That's the Xbox controller. No, that's the PlayStation oh, that's, controller. Oh, sorry, that's the... That's the um, yeah, sorry. And then that's the Xbox controller. That's they the all look controller. the same. They're kind of they're kind of smoothed out, but the the PS4 one, it's like it's sort of the the rectangular bar with two little handles sticking out of it, whereas this is much more sort of streamlined. Yeah, I say it looks like the Pro Control, the Switch Pro Controller. Yeah, I have to say it is a testament to how good the games on the PS4 are. Because actually, I find the DualShock a really uncomfortable oh, co- uh, controller to use. But I just want to keep playing the games, like things mm. like Bloodborne and Spider-Man yeah. and stuff like that. You know, but by the end of it, I feel my hands feel cramped. You know, like it must be really hard Jump, jumping between hours. PlayStation and Xbox controllers. Must be really hard because each one of those camps is convinced that that left thumbstick is in the wrong place. I will say this, what is harder is jumping between um, Xbox and Switch controller. Because on the Switch... The face buttons are in the wrong way around. In the wrong place, yeah. So when it says hit X, you have to stop, think about it. Yeah, Yeah. I'm constantly having to actually like look at the labels on the buttons to work out which one's which. It's really annoying. Especially when you've Mm. got something like a quick time event, like uh, this... Especially when you're having a tea party in um, in uh, Fire Emblem three part three houses, and you've got to hit the buttons quickly at times. A tea a tea party. Yeah, tea parties in the new Gwent, Tom. Get with the times. Uh, who's 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 who's? I'll I'll stick to Command and Conquer three. Yeah, if, uh, that's all right. Well, Russ was Russ. Well, yeah, sorry, I didn't say anything. Did I? I got distracted by that? Um, so there is a. <laughs> I mean, that, that's just inaccurate. <laughs> Um, there's a YouTube channel that I've got. Dan's really not looking. On. I'm not looking. Sorry, Tom. What are you doing? He's interrupting Russ. I mean, <laughs> not really. <laughs> it's just that is that is about as wrong a picture as you could draw for that word. I know. <laughs> also, you're missing a key vital bit when you draw a cock. Uh, I'm missing anything. Hang on. There we go. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there it little is. peppercorns coming out. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Ross. Uh, that was very rude of me. Obviously, I don't think you are. I just wanted the laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> Did you have that sign ready made from a work meeting earlier? <laughs> yeah. No, it's just it's just you can't see anything from from here down. And so look, if I'm drawing a sign, you guys would never be able to know. This could be the new equivalent of uh, like humming in a lesson as loud as you can before the teacher says anything. Yeah. How high do you dare lift that sign up <laughs> without looking at your own webcam preview in a work meeting? <laughs> the thing is though you can have a lot of fun with this oh yeah you can have loads of fun with it do us a favour Tom what's that hold it up again in the same way you did before Keep, keep it up higher Thanks, Tom. <laughs> the, the jizz was perfectly going into your mouth there where you were holding it. 
<laughs> Sorry, so, Russ. yes, Russ, you were saying YouTube. YouTube. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yes, there's a YouTube channel that I've been getting uh, well into, which you may well be familiar with. It's the Colin Furs one. Do you ever watch any of his stuff? You'll probably, no. even if you don't know the name, you'll probably recognise me if you look it up. He's the guy that he's the British guy that just does these batshit crazy inventions and constructions and things. Oh yes, oh, yeah, no, I, yeah, he's he's really good. He's genuinely quite funny and entertaining as well. Um, and he's he's got stuff like a jet powered bike. He's made a working hover bike. Um. Like, uh, he's built a, a full-on underground bunker in his back garden. Um, he turned a car into a hot tub. He built one of those, you know, those industrial shredders that you see on YouTube a lot? Like, the ones that will mash up a whole car. He uh, hmm. built one of those and put it on the inside of his letterbox to deal with any junk mail that comes through. Um, built a 360-degree swing in his back garden. <laughs> Flamethrowing guitar. Uh, Wolverine claws, all sorts of absolutely crazy stuff. He's he's really good. It's very entertaining. And he makes everything look insanely easy as well. He always just goes, yeah, yeah, right, put that on there. Bish, bash, bosh, sorted. And then he just has built this insane creation. Sounds amazing. They're <laughs> well worth watching. Um, we'll talk about it on the next pod, but I'm just watching. There's an inside Xbox just 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 come up on, live. Uh, introducing a load of new stuff by the looks of things. So we'll talk um, about it on the news pod, but I thought I'd give it a mention anyway. But yeah. News. News. So yeah, so yeah, that sounds awesome. I'm send us the link, Russ, and I'll watch that. I will yeah, it does sound good. Yeah. Sounds good. Will do. Does also sound the kind of thing that if any of us tried it, we would be straight away in the hospital. Oh yeah. It's a miracle how this guy's not dead. One of the things he built was a um like, he found it a bit too boring slicing up vegetables to make a salad. So he built, like, a belt that went around his waist attached to an electric motor that spins it really fast with a bunch of razor-sharp knives coming out oh of it. Oh, my God. So it, like, it sort of hangs down like a skirt until he turns it on and they all come out. And he's got this whirring disc of death around his waist. <laughs> then he just drops vegetables through it and they get shredded and land on a plate. <laughs> and, like, when it's on, you look at it and you think... That is inches away from his knackers. Oh my <laughs> god, that sounds awesome. Let's see if I can find it. You're going to have to edit this bit out, but it looks utterly terrifying. Hmm. Okay, well, he's got a crazy look on his eye already, Russ. He's. Oh my, my god. god. <laughs> that is there exactly is. what I expected it to be. That's insane. It looks so terrifying. <laughs> what is wrong with him? <laughs> yeah, uh, honestly, watch a lot of his stuff. Genuinely, it's a miracle that he doesn't die. The 360-degree swing thing that he builds in his garden, he um, it obviously wasn't you know quite good enough just to build a swing that goes the full 360 degrees round. So he also attaches um, like a microlight engine to it. So it'll just power him round and round and round. <laughs> Russ, is that the Avengers bootleg that you just brought up with the uh, the crowd noises from the opening night? 
someone's put up. You, you, you oh, yeah, 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 I was watching that. It's so good. It, like it, it, it gave me goosebumps. It's awesome. Yeah, really, mm. really cool. So yeah, cool. Well, I'll have to give that a watch. Yeah, going first. Hit the, hit that subscribe button. Will I'm do. getting into the YouTube lingo. Check it out. <laughs> like and subscribe. Like and subscribe, guys. Yeah. I'll tell you what else is on YouTube. Every single Weeble. I mean, Weeble stuff has now put done it in several parts. But first part of the complete Weeble and Bob. Yeah. Which is over an hour long. Is this you, your? Is you this your that. your next up, Duncan? Because you are next next up. So yeah, well, it's not yeah, going to be that. Okay. I have played a different game. Where you played from Grand Theft Auto Five, which I'm still just hmm. plodding my way through again. Um, I have played Sea of Thieves. It's great, right? I'm on the boat. I'm on a boat. That's anyway, not remotely uh, how the song goes. <laughs> n- not not a song from the game. Not yeah. a song from anywhere else. That is a hundred percent from your head. <laughs> yeah, sorry, got carried away. Um, yeah, D- do you know which mission I've done so far? What? Literally just maiden voyage. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll tell you what. If you um, if you want, Duncan, I've, I've I've also been playing a load of Sea of Thieves. Yeah, well, I I messaged you. Yeah, I messaged everyone saying I'm going to play Sea of Thieves, and no one came on. Anyway, I've done Maiden Voyage, yeah. and I loved it. I I really like it. I Tom. I spent ages just. I know Tom is. Yeah, Tom, come play just, Sea of Thieves with us. Do I have to? It's for, it's so much fun. It is genuinely really really good fun. I believe that you believe that. It's genuinely <laughs> really good fun. It's meant to be pretty good now, yeah. Sea of Thieves. Yeah, like I've had so much fun with it. I've been playing with several other people. It's one of those ones where you where you see some like some other players. The, the best way to do it is play it with four people because then you get the big boat, you get the big ship, um, and uh, see these people like who've who've docked like one of the the, the outposts, and you go, <laughs> we should just we should, <laughs> we should just leave them alone. And then decided to blow their boat out of the water because we remember we're pirates. <laughs> well, that's not very nice. Fought a kraken as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, on the maiden voyage, you have to fire a can. I, I failed. I avoided the shark because I actually uh, uh, shortened my uh, sail so I wouldn't go actually so quickly, so I could actually jump around the ship mm. when it's just yourself doing everything. Um, that was quite good fun. Uh, I mean, I did ha- I did get reset onto the island because I I found and um, I found the little rowing boat and then I started just two pissing around rowing around an island then going for a swim and then I think I rowed out too far and it set you back on the island and uh, I I managed to undercook chicken so I've already thrown up. Oh yeah, which was good fun. I've caught a fish. That was good fun. <laughs> I mean, literally, the only thing I've killed is that skeleton that starts off on on the tree, but. Nice. I spent so long dicking around uh, that Emma went to bed, and I think I spent a whole hour and a half or something just on Maiden Voyage because I dicked around so much. It is good fun. I really enjoyed it. I stopped because I thought I probably should go to bed, but I am going to try and play it again. Yeah, let me know when. I'll come join you, man. It's it's really, really good fun. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Tom, get on it. It's great fun. You're a pirate. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yes, maybe. Dan, hit us with the next one. Um. So I could go a couple of ways. I'm gonna go though. 
with the fact that I um, I've been meaning to do this for ages, and I finally got a chance to do it. Did the uh, I haven't finished it yet. The Call of Duty Modern Warfare campaign. So the the latest Call of Duty, the the campaign for it. Um, and I am kind of a sucker for those Call of Duty campaigns. I tend the, to really enjoy them. The second one. No, this this is the 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 the, the, the new Modern Warfare game that came out uh, just before Christmas. Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah, yeah. all right. Fine with with new price. Yes. Yeah. It is really good fun. I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm kind of into it. So uh, it's I've got a couple of um, I think I've got a couple of hours worth of, of missions left to do, but. Uh, I'm really enjoying that. Sarah's, as we speak, playing Warzone. So, I think, she? I think Call of Duty's kind of having a bit of a comeback. I mean, it never really went away, but it's 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 it seems to be cool again. Call of Duty. So, but mm. uh, I am I'm, I'm I'm really enjoying the campaign. I'm, they they put so much effort into just the style and the look of the game and how it feels. The only thing I'll say is I played it after playing Doom and everything felt really slow. Because I've just been playing Doom, and I don't think was running there. around going, ah, exactly, I'm not lighting yeah. up any shots. I'm going to run and be a sniper at the same time. Well, exactly, yeah. Don't but, know why I was doing this. Can't <laughs> help myself. But yeah, so I'm I'm very much enjoying the Call of Duty Modern Warfare campaign. I think it's quite a short one. And uh, so is, I, is this just like a continuation? No, I think this is set prior to anything that's happened. Well, it can't be a continuation. Because of what happens in Modern Warfare Three, it's got, it's got prices. It's, got, it's prices in this game, basically. And price, price dies. doesn't die, does he? Dies in three, yeah. So uh, soap dies. I thought price dies as well. No, no price, price kills Makarov. Price is like your main character throughout hmm. most of three, from that from that lot. I thought he died in it as well. I might be wrong. Anyway, yeah, I don't know when it's set, but it's it's really good fun, and the 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 characters in it are quite likeable they're, they're typical like action hero types but at the same time it's, it's quite enjoyable and mm. i'm quite enjoying they've all got names like meat and warfare <laughs> <laughs> I, I, i'm not steak I, I think there's a, a garrett and i think there's an alex and i think there is um alex. price yeah exactly yeah there's a simon yeah um, there's a kev <laughs> Philip, he's there. He's nice. <laughs> nice. Go get him, Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bernard. William, over you go. <laughs> Barnabas, go. Barnabas, love it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it though. It's, that's the important thing. Awesome. What have you been up to, Tom? Uh, it's probably my last one because yep. I'm beginning to fade as uh, as I often do at this time of night. Um, the missus and I have been watching. Um, <laughs> so Netflix did that thing where it suddenly goes, "Oh, I've got new episodes," mm. uh, and I saw it hovering over Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh yes, and of course it's just it's now the was it the fifth fifth series like, sixth, popped onto sixth, Netflix. Sixth series popped onto Netflix. So we watched it all, and I genuinely found myself at a couple of points during the series, like turning to the wife, going, "I don't think I saw this one," and it turns out that. Every couple of episodes, I was like, oh, no, I've seen this. And then a third one would pop up, and I'd be like, I don't, know, I don't remember this one. And Jodie told me it was because when we originally watched the sixth series, we would watch 
three would be watched in a night, but I would always fall asleep just before <laughs> the third one. So I, I basically am going through, kind of watching like two that I kind of know what's going to happen, and then the third one where I'm like, oh my god, what the, what's going to happen during this one? And the next one's like, oh no, I've seen this one. Like it just, it took a couple of nights to twig, but that was really nice to revisit. Um, the sixth series is is great. I mean, you know, we've we've talked about Brooklyn Nine Nine uh, a thousand times. Second series is where it really found itself, mm. and then it just seemed to get better and better. I think yeah. the fifth series was a was a little was a little weaker than than maybe some of the others, but mm. but the sixth series came back swinging like really really cool. And on NBC uh, because it was on NBC, yeah, is that right? It was picked up by NBC. Yeah. Um, the swearing man just adds such a <laughs> such a good angle to it. There's like every just every now and then there's an unbeat to me and Johnny like like what the what, you know what did Scully just say you know um it's great it's cracking I can't wait until more series hit Netflix because um yeah in isolation I'm one of those people that likes to re-watch stuff that I've watched before and, yeah uh, you know more, more Brooklyn Nine-Nine yeah. that's my go-to you know doing the ironing doing the washing up show 100%. what with, what with um, Hitchcock and Scully in the 80s that's amazing <laughs> incredible yeah yeah, we're just about to go to the gym for the second time today. Yeah. <laughs> just comes in wearing that like tank top sweater vest thing. Yeah, it's really good. It's so good. I mean, and some of Holt's lines um, during uh, the sixth series are just brilliant. I mean, we we liked it so much. We went back to the beginning of the second series to start. Well, I I went back to the beginning of the second series to start watching again, and there are just these moments where Holt's like in the betting shop, go Rasmataz. Go Rasmataz, go Rasmataz. I've lost everything. <laughs> I love um, in in the latest series, the Vulture. I could talking, not get enough the of the ponies. Yeah. <laughs> and they're talking about. Um, he's talking about how he's he's got mates uh, who helped organise the fire festival, um, and they're suing the people on the island, the the people the, the people that actually lived on the island in the first place, because <laughs> they made them look bad or something like that. But it's great. It's it's fantastic. The vulture is one of my favourite smile that lasts longer than three seconds is a con man. Yeah. <laughs> it's Genius. Great. Boyle, I think, is considering is gradually becoming my favourite character in it, though. Like He's just Boyle. lovely. Nicolage. He's just utterly, <laughs> utterly naively yeah. charming. Yeah. He's just brilliant. Yeah. Definitely. Wonderful. Yeah, big fan. So nice. So nice to revisit. Yeah, well, that's the point, isn't it? I guess in this period of isolation, you find yourself revisiting familiar things that yeah. you maybe, I mean, not in Nine-Nine's case, I was going to say you find yourself revisiting things that you haven't spent too much time kind of, you know, doing it. And actually, so, well, no, I watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine almost on a weekly basis. On so that, like, I'm just doing what I was doing. On that subject, I've been re-watching, we, me and Sarah have been re-watching The Simpsons because it's all on, well, yeah so we're on season six mm-hmm. already and i for one welcome our new antober lords yeah <laughs> season six every episode so far has been oh my god it's this one mm-hmm. so the literally the one we've just turned off is the one with all the dogs with the uh, uh, yeah with the see my vest yes so like but every episode has something like that in it in that season We've just hit the Simpsons sweet spot, I think, basically. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. And it still holds I up. I mean, 
I mean, from series six to around series thirteen is the is the real yeah. is where it really became brilliant. Yeah. Like with, you know, you've got a few maybe a couple of seasons away. You've got that excellent um, episode set in New York, yeah. where Homer goes to try and <laughs> rescue his car with the yeah. clamp on it. Um, you know, which is just is just brilliant from start to finish. It's just epic because it's it's just Homer is the focus of that episode and it's yeah. uh, it's just brilliant some of his some of the things that he says are just hilarious they i mean in series six is that the one where um homer falls in love with ned like really wants to be his best friend yeah. isn't there an episode like I think that so, in yeah. series six i think I'm, I'm that was fucking hilarious as well yeah uh yeah so um <laughs> Someone said the Xbox controller is dark mode Twitter and the PlayStation controller is light mode Twitter. <laughs> That's good. That's a really good analogy. One of them feels like a good fit, the other one doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone got any more? Yeah. Go ahead. Well, it's Russ, isn't it? Russ? I've not really got much more. I've started playing Just Cause 4, which is very entertaining so far. So you've been I'm achieving not, loads really of missions in that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what you've been doing, just going yeah. for the missions. Trying to trying to eke out some uh, some time to play that. I think with, with just cause games you've got to get far enough through the story that you've got all the tools mm. and then you go and fuck around abusing animals for the rest of the <laughs> rest of the time that you need to be entertained. Of course. Of course you do. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's yeah. the way forward, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean Can I attach a tank to a cow? <laughs> yeah, I can. can I attach a cow to a train that is moving past? Yes, I can. <laughs> can I bring down a fighter jet by attaching a cow to it? Yes, you can. <laughs> Limitless cow-based possibilities. I mean, and that is just the cows. I don't, that's just just cause three. I don't know what animals we've got to abuse in just cause four. <laughs> Oh, I mean, we 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 got uh and I mentioned a couple of episodes episodes ago that we got Disney Plus and it's just the best thing. It is great. And we have been using well actually we sort of cut down it's weirdly haven't always had the too much time to do yeah. that kind of stuff. But um we we've been watching so I've been watching The Mandalorian. Nice. And it is the best thing. Hmm. Yes, and it is. It just—it's what Star Wars is. It sh- is what Star Wars should be, and it makes me forget most of the. It makes me forget, like there are other films apart from Rogue One, Four, Five, and Six, <laughs> and just go, ah, oh, there's this and Rogue One, Four, Five, and Six, and then there's all the games. Ah, oh, nice. Um. But we've also watched Fantasia. Um, and the very first thing I watched on uh, Disney Plus was Chippendale Rescue Rangers. But I have watched DuckTales as well. Nice. <laughs> and we have watched Gummy Bears. <laughs> and um, Emma had never seen Tangled. So we watched that. Tangled is and great. I, I think it's an underrated Disney oh, film. Yeah, definitely. It is so much fun. It's uh, the frying pan. It's yeah. the, 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 the fact that that becomes the the de facto weapon of the kingdom after it's yeah. <laughs> proved so successful during the adventure. Max the horse and um, 
oh, what's the chameleon's name? Ah, oh, bugger. Anyway, uh, Max wins it because the facial expressions mm. of a horse and the fact that it's a top-notch ninja horse as well. And obviously, if a horse is in Just Cause 4, after watching a Tangled, you'll be wanting to use a horse as uh, various weapons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah disney plus overall it is i keep on wanting to get rid of amazon prime because i don't the only thing on amazon prime i want to watch is the expanse and picard okay Mm. the only two things i want to watch on amazon prime are expanse and picard and i kind of want to get rid of prime because disney plus just steals it it's so good yeah yeah disney plus is really good totally agree yeah um, I've just been randomly watching Marvel movies. Yeah, same. Without really like thinking much about it. It's great. Um, there's there's already a ton of memes about how the PlayStation controller looks like the Xbox controller. I think it does, but I think that's a little bit unfair because they all look like controllers. Yeah, totally agree. And it doesn't actually matter that much. You're not looking at it, are you? As long as it feels nice, that's the important thing. I just think that thing would get absolutely filthy with hand jam quite oh, soon. Oh my god, it would be gross. Hand I can, jam. I can only imagine um, if uh, if I was working in like a shop where you trade stuff in, the states of some of those controllers that you'd get back. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it, do you not think it's begging for the D-pad and the face buttons to be reversed out and be in black rather than in white? It's, well, it's begging for the um, for the left stick to be moved entirely to where the D pad is. So, well, yeah, is what it's begging for. But there we go. But what do I know, eh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. I mean, has anyone actually also been watching the latest series of um, Friday Night Dinner? No, no, we're saving that up. But I do. Oh, yeah, so are we. My, Shit on it. My God, this is probably the best. I'm not, it's just gold. The first two episodes have just been gold. It's <laughs> just oh my Tamsin Greg is just brilliant. She is fantastic. I was just like watching it going, My God, she is an amazing actor. And oh it's just so good. Yeah, you guys, when you watch it, you'll love it. Shit on it. Crumble, crumble. <laughs> Doctor bosoms. <laughs> Females. <laughs> yeah, I'm really looking forward to watching that. Actually. Oh, you'll love it. it. Yeah. Oh, we just finished watching This Country as well. The last ever episode of that. I haven't watched that yet. Oh, that's uh, good. It's really yeah. good. Not the episode. This the whole series. I mean, very good. Have you seen people just do nothing as well? Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say they, they occupy a fairly similar wheelhouse. <laughs> I might watch that then. I like people just do nothing. Um but they're very different but very similar. Mm. Uh I'm playing a little bit of Animal Crossing as well. But the big thing I've been doing is playing Mario Kart recently. Hey. I've got Mario Kart with you guys. Uh oh, oh, uh Tales from the Loop. I've been watching that as well. Hang on, have you been playing Mario Kart or you know? participating <laughs> I've been um, I've had a series of bad luck I've had a run of bad luck in Mario Kart where which has seen me towards the end while Tom is fucking zooming off 
I, I don't know. I think he's cheating. I think he's cheating. That's the that's the only explanation that we got. Yeah, cheating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have I you mean, actually? Have you all played Mario Kart together? Yes. Yep. I mean, that. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm the best, but I do tend to pull it out the bag. You do, yeah. We got Dan. You, you do tend to luck into a blue shell with the winner 50 meters oh, from the right. Yeah. Oh my god! That come happened. on, yeah, that's, come on. Yeah. That's just sour grapes. No. Come on, Russ. It doesn't look good <laughs> on you this shade of green. <laughs> so, um, when we what what. Can you not do voice chat on the Switch? No. That's a bit of shit, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you can do, can't you, through the voice app. Yeah, but you have to have the app on your phone, so you actually do the voice chat through your phone. Isn't that just right. called a so phone you call? you may as well just phone somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we may as well just have a WhatsApp group call. Yeah. yeah. That's, so that is not, the Switch is not doing voice chat. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Switch does voice chat. All you need is a phone. Yeah. And then you can talk to on it. It's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, if you get a pen and paper, you can draw pictures with it as well. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not wonderful. Really cutting edge. Yeah, the, the switch is absolutely amazing. Honestly, if you if you put a CD player next to it, it plays music. If you um, if you put it in a car, you can drive places. Yeah, if you turn your telly on and put Netflix on, and then put the switch next to it, you've got you've got Netflix on. <laughs> Incredible device. Yes, I'm really surprised it doesn't. I thought like party chat would be your basic requirement for a multiplayer console. Maybe maybe I've got it wrong, but as far as I'm aware, I think you need to download the app to your phone. Yeah, but bear in mind this is Nintendo. Like as much as they give, they take away. Yeah. Also, and I can't stress this enough: you don't need to download an app to your phone. Phones have the ability to talk to other people on them, sort of built in. Yeah. I know. Look. Look. Without showing Dan's mobile number, look, I've got Dan. Here. We're not, we're not broadcasting can, you this. You can show them my my mobile number. They've got it already. <laughs> not, oh yeah, yeah. of course. Forgot we're not recording this. There you go. I think I'm calling Dan at the moment, but I don't have a switch. So how is that dark magic happening? That is amazing. The switch's voice chat is so that? good. You don't even oh. need the switch to be able to phone people. <laughs> what Hello, Dan. What have you answered? No, no, it's your answer machine. I'm Duncan, what did you what did you send me, Duncan? Why'd you send me that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 what's what's going on? Why is really working in our favour? <laughs> Must we? Do we have to look at this shit? <laughs> you have that to hand very Way quickly. quickly. <laughs> That is has been one of my favourite memes recently. It's until I found out the poor guy died. <laughs> but there we go. Um, yeah. Right. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> any, any more for any more? No, I think that's about it. I've been trying to watch Altered Carbon. I'm about three quarters of the way through the first series. Hmm. I started Tales that's from about the Loop. It for me. I started Tales from the Loop. Um, and I've been playing Starfinder with uh, the Play RPGs lot. Although. We've not been recording it because we're working some stuff out first. But uh, yeah, so so playing a bit of Starfinder, played a bit of D&D, watched Tales from the Loop, going to play a bit of Tales from the Loop as well now because it's really good. The TV series is well mm-hmm. worth a watch. It's, uh, it's like Westworld meets Stranger Things. Hmm. Stranger Things, Russ, is a TV series that's on Netflix set in the 80s. And if you put your Switch next to it, then you can watch yeah, it. You can, you can play Mario Kart on Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. 
See, so I think you guys have now talked about it enough that I don't actually need to watch it. D&D, 80s, weird shit, kids. Nails it, it Russ. It? Yeah, there's nothing more yeah, to it than yeah. that. Yeah. That's, that's the one. So you have seen it? Yeah. 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 All of it. All, all ten series of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, look, I think that about wraps it up for this episode. Mm. Thank you very much for listening in. We hope that you have enjoyed hearing some of the things that we've been getting up to, but please don't forget to let us know about some of the things that you've been getting up to, whether that be watching new TV shows, watching old ones, watching playing new games, etc. finding out all the things that you can play on your Switch if you put it next to things. Um, you know, <laughs> so, you know, let us know in the comments, you know, underneath all of our Facebook posts uh, or our Instagram posts if you want to hit us up on any of our feeds. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. The handle is at TMTOOH. And don't forget to check out our sister pod, Theatrical Cut. They're on Facebook and they're on Instagram under the handle at Theatrical Cut Pod. And on that note, my friends, we cue the music. Nice. Drums. I've been sowing seeds as well. There you go. <laughs> well, that's the intro. <laughs> <laughs>